Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. All right, my TLC talkers, welcome to a new episode of the Sarah Fraser Show. Wednesdays is all about TLC talk, and I am so grateful for you talkers. It is our Thanksgiving Day episode, so uh, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Wishing you, your family, all the best. Um, and I'm so grateful. I, I hope you guys know this. I try to always say it, and I want to do some giveaways this holiday season. But I'm very grateful for you that you listen. You guys have made my dream come true of hosting my own show that people listen to um, while I can still be a mom and work from home so much of the time. And I'm forever grateful for that to create entertaining, inspiring escapism for you. So thank you. My Wednesday's episodes are some of my most listened to, highest downloaded, um, thousands of, of downloads every single week to this episode. So it resonates with you guys. I really try to take your advice seriously. And um, I know I I get a lot of feedback about the ads on my show. So I'm going to try to address that uh, in the coming new year while also making this my full-time job. So I'm so grateful for you. Happiest of Thanksgiving. Let's get into TLC talk because we got a ton and the juice, the juicy dirt, the dirtiest of darts coming out of the sister wives camp is Unbelievable. Like, I want to know if you guys think it's a red flag that David Woolley, Christine Woolley's now husband, actually knew who she was prior to going out on a date with her and watched Sister Wives. Do we think, but did not tell her that he watched Sister Wives until date number two. So let me ask you this. If you're famous right now, you're in your car, you're preparing Thanksgiving meal, you're making pies today. And you're uber famous. Okay, you're Kim Kardashian. Okay, that's like a super famous. All right, who's like a level in the middle? (laughs) Like who somebody would know, but maybe not know. I don't know. You're Dave Portnoy. I just watched a TikTok by him. Okay, probably not. Like everybody knows who Dave Portnoy is, founder of Barstool Sports. But like, let's say you're going along on a date. Like, don't you think you should disclose to Dave date number one, you know who he is? Is Is it a little sus? Is it a little minor red? lag that David Woolley did not let Christine Woolley know that he knew who she was until date number two. Uh, I'm just put this on my tiny little red flag radar. 
Now, these two are like madly in love. If you don't follow them on Instagram, they're worth it because he is posted. They're traveling everywhere in the world. I don't even know how she has time to sell the Plexus tea. Uh, you know, that's the pink tea where they lose weight because it's supposed to suppress your appetite or whatever. How does she have time? Queen is like on a cruise to Haiti. That's from like selling, being a top seller of Plexus tea. So she obviously, she got time to like get those sales up online. They were in New York City this past weekend, living their best life. He's like, I never thought I'd have a travel companion, my queen. But in a recent interview, this interview, I'm going to break it down for you step by step because there is so much in this interview. Okay, so Christine Brown sat down recently, like as of November 20th of this week, to talk about her relationship with David Woolley. Okay. So first of all, we know this. She met him on a dating website. She reached out to him first. They started messaging and then they moved on to texting. So she answers the question because, you know, we're going to get, I believe it's going to be two parts, but part one of the one-on-one with Sister Wives this coming Monday or this coming Sunday, excuse me. I can't wait. You know, people are very upset about Suki hosting again. They don't think she asked the real questions. I've said this before, guys, it's not on her. Like it's producers. It's a lot of people. behind. It, it could be even Cody. They might even have control to some degree. I got to look. I don't think Cody Brown is an executive producer on this show yet. I don't know why he hasn't asked for that. Like, dude, at this point, you should be an EP. If Lisa Vanderpump can be a v, an, an EP on Vanderpump Rules, dude should be able to at 18 seasons. In this interview, Christine reveals that David and Cody have crossed paths. What exactly was their interaction like, the interviewer asks. And she says they'll be kind to each other. Let's just put it that. They've run into each other multiple times. They've met each other. David and Cody have. They'll be kind to each other. Cody will reveal, Christine Brown says, Cody will reveal exactly how he feels about David on the one-on-ones. And it's hilarious, apparently. (laughs) Oh, it gets better. Okay, the Cody Brownster is going to reveal exactly how he feels. Excellent. She also teases a lot of people think, you know, are wondering, is this the end of sister wives now that all his sister wives have left? Absolutely not. I mean, one of the shocking things I think this season. So let's clear up some of the rumors that were out there. One, there was a rumor that we were going to see Cody and Robin dating uh, new sister wives. Hail to the no, we're not. We just wrapped up this season. We hardly got resolution if Janelle's still with him or not. Now we know she's not. But Lord God, it took us 14 episodes to get to Mary finally dumping his ass. Um, so Christine lets it slip that we are getting new seasons of Sister Wives and we're getting specials because David, she says, will become an on-camera staple. This is one of her quotes from the interview. He was so nervous about doing television, she says, but he's a natural. He's kind and he just comes off as himself. Um, you're going to be seeing him a lot, she says, in a special and he's in our wedding. So that's the exact quote from her. So what? Now, does this mean we're getting a special and we're getting your wedding series? Producers would be genius. We can't get enough. We want more sister wives. Give us more sister wives. Christine, of course, everybody knew this, but she says they their lives are super busy because they have 14 children together and 16 grandkids. Oof, that's too many. I'll tell you what, my grandparents in Maine, on my mom's side, they had 10 children, like 27 first grandkids. Yeah. Like, and then I don't know how many like great grandchildren. I can tell you this. I don't care what people say. My grandparents were burnt the fuck out. Okay. When we came along, they weren't interested. You know, they were sweet. They were kind, but they were like over kids. Okay. Let's not like romanticize like all these children. All right. It ain't, it, it like 10 is too many. I've got news for these people. It gets them, it gets you a reality show, but is it worth it? Because nobody, everyone's burnt out of kids by the time there's 10. I, I think like five is the max. Christine says that David knew who she was and watched Sister Wives. Okay, now this, she ain't the first star to have this happen, but here's where it gets a little bit dicier. Um, David also has sisters that have participated in polygamy, so he's familiar with the lifestyle, and this is one of the things that they connected, the two of them, like off from the jump, you know, the two of them. Um, And he told Christine on one of their first dates, that he would tune into Sister Wives because he thought that they were going to physically fight. Um, When he didn't see any fighting, he actually stopped paying attention. What? Then she says, date two, he made an offhanded comment about Cody Brown. And she goes, wait a minute, you watched the show? And he goes, yeah. 
I, I watched the show. I know who you are. I know who Cody Brown is. I've watched it on and off. He even says that his daughter was a huge fan of the show. And when she found out, now, I don't know, is this manifestation or creepness? David says when his his daughter was a huge fan of Sister Wives. And when she found out that Janelle was single, she told her father, you need to get with, with when Janelle, when Christine was single, you need to get with Christine. So he almost says that his daughter played matchmaker. Uh, uh, and get, this is the shocker of them all. Okay. Hold on to your seats. Hold on to your pumpkin pies. Christine adds that one of David's daughters, Katie Charlene, actually clued him into the fact that Christine was dating again after her split with Cody. Quote, his daughter, as soon as she found out that I found out I was dating, she called him and was like, Christine's available. You need to get together with her. Christine shares saying that her and David's past had, quote, intermingled through the years before they ever met. I had no idea it felt like this or would feel like this. It really is a dream come true, she gushes. It's amazing. It's like we just kind of moved in side by side with each other and just continued moving on in our life. But we're doing everything that the other person wanted to do, but never did. So we travel so much. We try so many new things. We have so many more kids now. They intermingled? What in the what in the who? That's a lot to digest, I think, in that article. I'm just saying. Now, look, I mean, she's been on TV a decade. So is it that shocking that he knew who she was, especially if he had polygamous ties? And it almost seems like a little serendipitous they were to get together. I don't know. Is this romantic or creepy? She's madly in love. If I were in her shoes, I would think it was fantastic. I would think... Oh my God, it's even more destiny and meant to be. I just, I hope she sampled some other Ds before she, you know, just saddled up with that one. You know what I mean? Like this woman has only been with Cody for years. Like I hope she went out and got some hardcore dick out there in Utah before she really settled down with him. That's just my two cents. Now, McKelty and Tony have all, you know, I, I think there is a clear MVP from this season and it's Mary. A lot of people have said, why haven't, look at what Mary's done. She stood up for herself. She now is like under the guidance of Mel um, Robbins, you know, the motivational speaker. She has like a great podcast. When I say that, it just means that like Mary like quotes all of her, you know, interviews. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. 
Why haven't Janelle and Christine reached out and reconciled? Now, I believe that the rift runs real deep. I do not believe that they like Mary, and I do believe Mary has not been particularly kind offset for many years. Even onset, to some degree, she's been icy. Now, I think we all have a lot more empathy for Mary, and I still think she's the MVP for that. I don't know. I think Christine Brown is because she's sort of living the best life and, you know, spreading the word about divorce. But anyway... I mean, Mary had a good moment in that season finale. But, you know, the girl, the kids came out. Peyton Brown came out, basically said Mary was abusive to some of the kids. And I believe it was McKelty who got it the worst. McKelty wants nothing to do with Mary. And a lot of people are asking, why can't they all reconcile? Um, It's going to take a long time. I don't know that they're ever going to, to be honest. I think Janelle and Christine are so done. So done. Now, McKelty's getting more backlash, and that's not shocking because McKelty and Peyton uh, and Tony have gotten a lot of backlash this entire season. And of course, I was probably the first person to say it is very clear to me that Christine and Tony do not particularly like each other or get along, but tolerate one another. Just my thought. I think more about that will be coming out. But McKelty recently put up an Instagram video of her kids playing and Um, in the video, you can see outlets that do not have outlet covers in the background. And oi, did people come for McKelty. McKelty. She deleted comments. And then she took to her IG story to explain, you know what? Okay, I'm tired. Like, I don't think she said I'm tired of deleting the comments. People were calling her out for deleting the comments. But she said, I do have outlet plugs for all of my outlets. However, my daughter goes through and pulls them out. So every now and then I'll put them back in maybe once uh, or so a week. And the exact day she goes through and unplugs them all that exact same day. She basically told people that um, stop, you know, to all the comments about the stupid outlets on my recent post. Why is this a focal point for you guys? Why can't you be happy for me and celebrate my kids? I've got news for you. You're on a reality TV show if you're in the public eye go look at my tiktok okay i'm minimally in the public eye and only about three people on there wish me well okay you know like this is just this is the name of the game mckelty call me i'm happy to guide you through it but people are not and they notice the craziest stuff honest to god if i have a cheers seed in my left you know last molar 30 you know tooth number 32 like somebody will spot it somebody will spot it that's like what people do okay um so anyhow that is big big news the other big news is former tlc star so well let me wrap up so that was that's like all the the dirt so far on sister wives i think we're going to get a lot more on these one-on-ones the one-on-ones i'm hearing from insiders are supposed to be i don't think they're going to be as explosive as you guys want you know but i do think maybe cody's going to be they're going to be asked some difficult questions on timelines for the show are they seeing other house? Like, are they auditioning other sister wives? We'll see where we get. And we get Robin, at least in the preview, snapping at Christine. So they're not really speaking. We'll see how more of that unravels. The other uh, news that's popped up this week is former TLC star Kate Goslin has lost her court battle with her ex-husband, John Goslin. She sued him over $132,000 in back child support for their eight children amid her financial issues. Isn't that shocking? They made so much money off that show, and neither one of them have a lot to show for it. This was in a Pennsylvania court. It was settled this week. Uh, the old judgment is child support in the amount of $132,000 at Kate first made the complaint back in March of 2018. So this has been ongoing for a couple of years. In court papers that were exclusively obtained by The Sun, John's legal team claimed that Kate filed the adverse revival because she requested and was awarded custody of Hannah and Colin, breaking an alleged agreement they made. The long and the short is neither uh, of the parties, um, or, or really the filing is just that he doesn't have to pay it. A source close to John previously told the son of the court case, quote, she's suing for support for money that was created by domestic relations in 2012. That was at the time she wanted legal custody of the kids so she could film and earn more money. Wow. So anyway, Kate's uh, demand comes amid reports that suggest she is struggling financially. She did go back to, she went back to being a nurse after being a reality star. God, that's going to be so hard. 
Kate lives paycheck to paycheck, an insider says. A source previously told the U.S. Sun, none of the kids live at home. She lives on her own. All the kids went off to college. She doesn't need any more money. John previously claimed to the U.S. Sun that Kate took more than 100 grand from bank accounts belonging to their eight children. Never before seen court documents, documents previously obtained show Kate admitted she borrowed money from a trust fund in 2019 for her living costs. God, that's going to be hard. That's going to be hard. Um, can you imagine? You are making hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, they were like, they were like in the heyday of reality TV when you really got paid. The judge in the case stated that Kate should have made plans to repay the loans. Uh, this is in regards to her taking out the money. Anyway, needless to say, um, she's not getting awarded any money in back child support, which she had reportedly lost um, years ago in the custody, ongoing custody battle of the kids. Wild. Wild. Uh, people are no noticing that thousand pound sister Amy Holterman looks skinnier. She participated um, in a TikTok video trend on her Instagram this week. Uh, it was the kitty cat challenge. And everyone was like, girl, you look so good. It looks like she has dropped weight um, for this upcoming season five, which debuts in December. Oh my God, I can't wait. She was wearing a cute leather jacket. I mean, I don't even know what the TikTok, I, I do some TikTok trends, but I don't even know what that one is. Um, that, so she does look good. Amy looks amazing. I wonder if Amy is just back working out, if it's the divorce diet, if she's on the old Ozempi. We got to know. We want to know. Um, lastly, hot off the presses from a Sarah Fraser show listener. Ooh, we love good scoop. Sarah, I uh, wanted you to investigate. Thousand pound best friends. Oh, I got to talk um, Darcy and Stacy too. And I love a mama's boy. I'll make some predictions. I watched Vanessa on IG last night. This was a couple of days ago. She won't address whether there will be another season. She just says, I'll let y'all know when I know. However, she did say that she's not talking with the rest of the cast and implied that Tina and Megan blocked her. She looks great. Got her hair cut short, wearing makeup, got her nails done. She even checked her makeup with a mirror a couple of times during the quote live. Megan has been pretty quiet on social media. She came on a month or two ago and posted about an accident. She said it was traumatic, but she was going to be okay. Never heard any more about it. She and her hubby finally got their own place. Tina has written her fourth book and refuses to talk about the show. You may already know all this scoop, but thought I'd send it to you. And do you have any updates? Oh my God. Talker, I love this. Uh, now, Vanessa has been on the Sarah Fraser show. I do not, I mean, really just being totally transparent with you guys, it does look like the women, um, I checked, Megan does not follow Vanessa. Ashley follows Vanessa. Um, it looks like Vanessa doesn't follow any of them anymore. And is this show, oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, she does. Vanessa does follow Megan. Is Thousand Pound Best Friends canceled? She does not follow Ashley, though, anymore. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I will say that Thousand Pound Best, or not Thousand Pound Sisters, Thousand Pound Best Friends came out in the spring of 2023, their season two. So we're going to know here in the next month or two because it should be dropping in February or March. You know, all the cast members always have to play coy, but, and they do still have that they are TLC um, best friend, thousand pound best friends in their Instagram bios. My guess is that they've filmed and maybe they've all had a major falling out, but I say that the show is not canceled. Darcy and Stacy, on the other hand, is 50-50 for me. I, again, I actually don't think, if you didn't hear this rumor, Darcy and Stacy, you know, obviously um, Darcy famously on 90 Day Fiance years ago, Darcy and Stacy were so compelling, they ended up getting their own spinoff. It's had several seasons, but will it return? Big rumors heading around from bloggers that they had inside sources over the weekend that the show is canceled. Now, here's the only part that I find a little bit confusing. TLC mutually posted a engage or a wedding ring picture, which you can go and see and is still up on their website. Um that Darcy 
like tagged them in. They posted and basically said congratulations to the newlyweds because Darcy and Georgie got married. I don't know if this show, if they were canceled, would they have posted that? I don't, I feel like they wouldn't have. I really don't. It's still up there with 46,000 likes. Um, I don't know. I mean, congratulations. Now, if we're going by what you guys want on my TikTok, everyone's like, thank God. I'm so glad it's canceled. I just don't think that they would. I don't think that they would repost it. However, I've also heard that only 15 people were at the wedding and TLC was not there and camera crews were not there at Georgie and Darcy's wedding. If that's the case, the show is canceled. So if you were one of the 15 people, <laughs> okay, great. It's going to be like a needle in a haystack. Were there camera crews there or were there not? So here's my guess. I think thousand pound best friends is still on. I think Darcy and Stacy is still on. The show that I do believe is officially canceled is I Love a Mama's Boy. I Love a Mama's Boy, I believe, is so done. Shakib, Matt, um, there are nobody in their bios has any more that they are currently on the cast of I Love a Mama's Boy. Mark my words, I Love a Mama's Boy is toast. But as far as I know, those, and of course, Milf Manor will never be back again. Milf Manor was such a disaster. It was hot and then it was not. That was when like these women went with their like sons to town in Mexico and it was just the biggest like flop. So you will not be seeing Milf Manor anymore. You will not be seeing I Love a Mama's Boy anymore is my prediction, but you definitely will be seeing Last Resort a lot. That did extremely well in the ratings. All right, so there's the tea for the week. You guys, follow me on my TikTok at the Sarah Fraser Show. All the gossip goes up all week long. And then, you know, I put a lot of it here on the podcast. Have the best Thanksgiving. Love you guys so much. Be sure to share the goodness, share this pod with a friend. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. All right, everybody. Last night was the season finale of Sister Wives season 18. Can you believe Mary found her voice, sweetie. Mary found her voice. Um, and did we see it coming that Mary left Cody before Janelle? Wait a minute. Am I, am I, you guys are such web sleuths that, that listen to my podcast and also, you know, are obsessed with sister wives like I am. So the way season 18 ended last night with the season finale, although the one-on-ones are coming up. We'll get to that because people are not happy with the host. Um, but last night with the Sister Wives finale, I mean, I, I thought the way that it like came to light was that Janelle left Cody first and then Mary. But certainly the way it's portrayed on season 18, it is explosive last night because Mary leaves Cody. And Cody at the end, I mean, <laughs> isn't this like Shakespearean comedian, like comedy? Uh, the lines that he comes up with, the very final scene, he goes, I hope you find peace, Mary, because I have. You know, he's like, what this douche, douche. Oh, my God. Um, last night, the big scenes were, of course, we start out the uh, the episode being tortured with going, oh, cripes, here we go again. Rehashing, is Mary going to stay with Cody? Is Mary going to leave Cody? They're all going to get together. They're trying to figure out the ownership of Coyote Pass. Then we switch to Janelle and Christine. They have one last day that Christine is with her brothers visiting them and took Janelle along the way. And then we come back to, by the way, Coyote Pass is beautiful. This gorgeous like mountain area in Flagstaff, Arizona, looking out over this gorgeous mountain where they were all supposed to build their homes. and you know, but by the by, it ain't working. Um, so Cody, you know, we opened the scene last night. We opened the episode with Mary explaining that throughout this process of kind of leaving Cody, not leaving Cody very recently, he essentially led her on and was like, oh, we can figure out, we can make this work. And she's kind of like, make this work. How like the same old, same old crap that you've been doing. Um, you know, 32 years together. It was very fascinating. Mary brought up the catfishing incident again. 
Isn't that fascinating to you guys? It's fascinating to me that Mary has brought the catfishing incident up, which happened in 2015, a couple of times this season. And why has she done that? You know, my own personal theory is she wants to vindicate herself from the catfishing incident. If you guys aren't familiar, I'm sure all of you are. Basically, this woman online pretended to be a man. Um, they like Mary sent like sexually explicit text messages and some photographs. And then this man turns out was a woman who ended up writing a book about catfishing Mary Brown outed Mary. It was embarrassing, right? 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating. And today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories, honey. I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where my optimal body comes into play. Visit myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious you natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. And I think Mary, it's still a soft spot for Mary, and she's still really hurt by it because she brings it up last night in saying that she and Cody's marriage was over long before the catfishing incident. Long before the catfishing incident, she wants us to know. And, um, you know, I think she wants to be vindicated from that. And I'll say, I feel like last night she got vindication. Everywhere I go online, everything that I've heard from you guys is that Mary found her voice. She told, you know, the very famous line from last night, now I need to learn how to get along with my ex-husband's wife, insinuating Robin that, you know, she and Robin are not that close. The other big line from the night last night was Robin saying to Mary, I've always advocated for my sister wives. I've always advocated for you. And you know, everyone's like, really, girl? Sobbing. When you been when have you been advocating for these chicks? Okay. You hadn't even talked to Mary for like a year, you know, prior to them all filming that season. So anyhow, um, you know, Mary kind of sets the scene again about how, you know, th- their marriage has been over for a long time. Uh, Mary seems like, you know, she didn't know that he, I guess this was the shocking part too. I believe last night what was revealed is Mary really didn't even know how Cody felt about her, meaning that Cody was like totally done with her. And except for that scene, like until she watched his confessional in season 17, did anybody else feel that way? When I say that, I mean, to me, she was like, yeah, I realized like last year, he, he wants me out. He's not interested in me. And he finally said it on the confessional in season 17. Isn't that shocking? Like that's how Mary really found out that Cody was not interested in her. Also, I have a question. You know, we we learn that, right? We learn how Mary finds out that Cody wants nothing to do with her. And in season 17, he does, he says, you know, if Mary wants to move on, it's all right with me. You know, he wants her out. 
Christine and Janelle, not so much, but obviously they turn out to be out. Then we flash um, forward, a lot of flashbacks in uh, season 18 of Sister Wives, but we flash to Christine and Janelle with her brothers on a hiking trip in Utah. And I kind of wonder, is there a Utah accent? Is there a Utahian accent? Because JC, who is like Janelle's sister mom, uh, sorry, Christine's like stepsister mom, she kind of has like the same accent, doesn't she, as Janelle and Christine? I feel like there's a Utahian accent. Um, (laughs) They get into stockpiling food in their religion when they're like talking on that walk and that hike and how Janelle and Christine were huge stockpilers of food. And and when Cody goes, yeah, when Christine left, she left us with refrigerators and refrigerators full of meat and cans and of food. And, you know, we're paying to store it. Uh, hello, donate it to a food bank, you dumb dumb. I mean, you know, I mean, like, what? He was genuinely perplexed with what they were going to do with the hundreds of pounds of food that, that Christine had left them. They talk about in their religion that they've obviously had an awakening because in many religions, it's always the world is always ending doomsday. It's it's not ending. Do I believe in Christ 100%? But I don't think that Christ had an like a, a, a finale. I don't. Um, so the food storage stockpiling, I mean, I guess in a way they were prepared, as Janelle said, for the pandemic, because when the pandemic struck, she had toilet paper. Okay, fair enough. But I mean, a pandemic happens once in a hundred years. So, okay, my kids in like 30 years have extra toilet paper. We also see where Christine and Janelle are hanging out with her brothers and her brothers bring up what happened with Cody, that they were not aware that she had left Cody. They didn't know what happened with the demise of the relationship. And doesn't it always, you know, you've got to be attracted to your partner to keep it hot, to keep a marriage successful. You have got to be sexually attracted to them, whether they're 28 when you meet them or whether they're 78. If you don't want that dick or he don't want that P and that V, it ain't going to be on and popping. And the lion she always comes back to. Now you're talking, I mean, they had to have a lot of shit going on. Right. But the line she remembers the most is Cody telling Christine that he was not attracted to her. He wasn't into her physically, sexually. And that was it. Like, damn, you got to have that first and foremost. Right. Like to help with the finances, his shady finances, them moving state to state to avoid them polygamy laws. (laughs) The polygamy police were hot on their heels. They were moving to Vegas and Arizona and back to Utah. Uh, well, anyhow, she didn't give a rip about any of that or even how much he was into Robin. It was once he told her he wasn't into her physically and sexually, she's out. I don't blame her. Thank God she found David Woolley. In fact, the tease, the end of this episode was so good because we are going to see David Woolley on the one-on-one. The first like real sit down interview we're going to get with David Woolley. We're going to hear his voice, hear how he feels about Christine. I mean, what a fantastic tease at the end of this episode. Unbelievable. So Christine tells her brothers that was the big catalyst, right? But also that, you know, Cody wasn't a good partner. Uh, He has a lot of problems with his, you know, his children, yada, yada. The other thing too is, can we just all like, I mean, Janelle's already left, so this is a mute point. But I mean, Christine playing this game of like, well, I'm not, you know, I'd I'd support Janelle whether she stayed or went. Bitch, no, you wouldn't. You want her to leave. It's so you are on campaign. Adios, Cody. I'm not saying that's wrong, but like we do have a bias here. Okay. We deuces on the Codemeister. We are done. They had a wonderful visit. You know, Janelle isn't still, again, is like on the fence. And really it's her finances that keep her with Cody because she has nothing in her name. Now, I did find it interesting last night. It was reiterated that almost all the properties with the exception, I actually, I think they even said Christine's home in Arizona. Robin's name was on the deed. Robin's name is on the deed of Coyote Pass, unlike the other women. These women are screwed. If And Robin's home, of course, she and Cody own it together. 
Now, I got to say, I got to say, and I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I do have some empathy for for Robin. And I know you guys are like, nobody has any empathy for the Robin. But I I do. I really, really do. Um, so anyhow, you know, Cody, that was kind of the big thing. Christine totally pressuring Janelle to leave. This is the scene that Christine and Janelle are visiting her brothers, right? Um, she completely wants Janelle gone. Then we come back to the huge finale of this show. I thought that the final scene was so good. I thought it was worth all the flashback scenes that we've had to put up with the boringness of this season on and off. Because again, we find out in this final scene, like Mary gets her voice. She left Cody before Janelle, even though the way I don't think it hit the press that way. And we get one hell of a great tease for the one-on-one. Um, all right, I want to get into why I do have like a I I do, I don't know. I have a little empathy for Robin. I just do. I I feel like Robin believes her own story. I do. But I do want to thank one sponsor. You guys, thank you for everything that you do and for frequenting my sponsors. This is my full-time job. So every time you purchase from a sponsor, it helps this show. If you're in the DC region, today's sponsor is Dr. Will Neem from Horizon Fibroids. 80% of women will have a fibroid by the time they're 50. It can cause long periods, heavy periods, weight gain, infertility, even to the point that you have so much blood loss that you're getting iron injections. Make your appointment today at horizonfibroids.com. They have locations in Rockville, Gaithersburg, and Frederick, Maryland, and they accept almost all insurance. Horizonfibroids.com. Um, look, Robin's pain, like, you know, Robin, when, when they're sitting around talking about Coyote Pass, this, the, first of all, the division of Cody Pass, which we see in that final scene where Christine traded the money that she got from her house in Flagstaff, Arizona, where she lived away from them. She got that money in exchange for giving up all her rights to Coyote Pass. Like, you have it. And people always say this, you know, I see it online. You know, sometimes you got to take an L in a divorce for your own sanity and peace of mind. And that's where Christine was. Christine Woolley was like, to hell with it. Like, I'd rather be gone, good riddance, and you can keep it because it ain't worth my mental peace. So therefore, Cody kept that. And he divided the acreage. It's like 14 acres. And he, like Robin got this big partial. Uh, Janelle gets a big partial. And Mary gets two piddly little acres. And then Cody gets the other four acres. And I thought this was just like so cruel. And I really hope Mary has like amazing self-esteem. I hope she has done all the work that she looks like she's doing online on herself because she has become the hero of this, of season 18 far and away, even though I'll get to it. There's some underlying tension for sure between Mary and the other wives, but he, he basically breaks down to Mary what it comes down to. She, she says this is she only has one child. She only has one child, Leon, um, who is transgender, who Cody has no relationship with. That's like publicized online. And so therefore, Mary gets less. And Mary's like, I know exactly what you're saying. I have fewer kids. I get less. You know, that's exactly, I know what you're getting at. And he's like, no, no, I don't even know what I'm going to do with it. You know, I'm going to leave it to all of my children, maybe. But things change in this family so fast, I might move. There was a lot of little nuggets, I thought, in this season finale. They might move. Robin dropped, I don't know if I'll be with Cody. I mean, you know, she said, I don't know if my, if, if Cody and I will be together forever. And I'm like, I, I was surprised to hear her say that I was. And is there any scenario where we feel that Robin could leave? So they're talking about the, the, the division of Coyote Pass and Mary informs them that she's moving back to the bed and breakfast. It needs her attention since her mom died. It's calling her. And I don't blame her. She's being mistreated and not fairly treated with the Coyote Pass division. And then she goes, well, I got another, you know, well, basically that bombshell is the bombshell where, and and Robin begins to like melt down and cries and walks away. Now, a lot of people felt like in that scene, Robin was walking away, walks down to this like kind of little pond that they have because 
Robin wanted the cameras to chase her. Robin says on camera, she's so overwhelmed with now all the sister wives are gone. Because even though Janelle hasn't like officially told Cody like they're toast, it's pretty much implied. She walks away. She has to gather herself. She's sobbing. She's living up to her name, the old sobbing Robin. And then she comes back to the picnic table where they're all sitting. And that's when, I mean, Mary goes toe-to-toe with Cody. Mary goes toe-to-toe with Cody about, you know, well, of course I'm leaving because what, you know, what? why would I stay in a loveless relationship where you're not doing anything for me, where nothing's going to change? And Robin goes, you know, I just want to scream. I want to yell. Wouldn't because Robin's like so upset about this whole situation and and Robin implies like she wants Cody to handle it differently. And if she could scream and yell, she would like sobbing, start yelling. Let's like Robin lose it. Don't we want to see Rob dog go nuts? I do go nuts on Cody. Um, And then Cody, of course, in this just like Freudian slip or just this like just the, the way he acts or whatever goes puts his foot in his mouth so much by saying to Mary, to her face, well, you know, it's been easy to act. You know, I've been, I've been acting and the, the act is really easy. And she's like, acting? <laughs> this is you acting like you like me. You, you want nothing to do with me. You don't call me. You wanted me to live in the barn dominium above your cars and like dirt bikes. And he goes, well, you know, it's a, like, a, it's a performance, you know, it's, it's like, it was a performance acting like we were all good. Oh my God. And then the two, you know, Robin and Cody sitting there with their matching horse rings that are each thousands of dollars. If you haven't seen, they replaced their wedding bands with these like horse rings. They look like masculine males rings, but she has one and he has one. And, um, I think, I don't know if they're David Yerman, but anyway, they've replaced their wedding bands with these horse rings and they're sitting at the picnic table looking at her and he's trying to backtrack from saying that he's acting. Um, and you know, she, she goes back and forth with him toe to toe that, you know, like, I'm not interested anymore in pretending you have let me know loud and clear how you feel. And I figured it out a little bit like poor thing, 32 years, but you know, we learn when we learn. And he's like, yeah, good for you. And then we begin to wrap up season 18, episode 14, the season finale. And he goes, I hope you find, I hope Mary, you find peace because I have, you know, <laughs> this dude had lost an ounce of sleep. He is so done with Mary. And Robin is there crying to the cameras. You know, want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. <laughs> You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. I just wanted to be on a porch with my sister wives. And, you know, I wanted to sit on a porch with my sister wives. The epic line. And I, like, the thing is, I, you know, again, I don't dislike any reality show people. I don't. Sorry. I don't dislike Tom Sandoval. I don't dislike Raquel. I mean... People make mistakes all the time on TV and in real life. Um, you know, I I get Cody is insufferable for sure. Whether there's some redeemable qualities about him, I thought on that Mormon podcast, if you haven't seen it, he did an interview on a Mormon YouTube show. I actually thought of the Mormon YouTube show, it was long form, that he was sort of the most vulnerable and real he'd ever been. 
where he he talks about the mistakes and he feels like the show in a lot of ways was a mistake, but basically they're in it, so they're gonna stay in it. Um, you know, Robin, so Robin sits there and sobs to the cameras and just says, you know, she wanted to be sitting on a porch with her sister wives at Coyote Pass, but she, you know, reluctantly has let Mary go. And, you know, I, I, good for Mary. I, I mean, I think it just was such an episode where Mary stood up for herself and, you know, Robin has her famous line. And then we cut to an incredible tease to the one-on-ones. Now people are already up in arms because Suki is the returning host of Sister Wives. Suki is a television host. I researched her a little bit last year. She did the one-on-one. She's done them, I think, for a couple of seasons. And people feel like she doesn't ask the hard questions. She doesn't, you know, people feel like she doesn't watch the show. She's not a fan. I agree. It would be awesome to see, uh, like, diehards, people that really went in for the research and asked the questions that we want to know. But I also feel for Suki because... um, there's probably a lot of things to this. Producers probably don't want her asking certain questions. They probably tell her, don't ask this, don't ask that. Suki's just the messenger. So I hate seeing people come for her because, and not only that, like I, I've said this all along. I mean, there's so many things that are not filmed at this point with Sister Wives, including like the private conversations, most of the private conversations that Mary and Cody had about the demise of their relationship, he would not let be filmed. He didn't want it out there for the public. That's how awful, cruel, whatever, raw they were. I think that they have a lot of negotiating power at this point. This show has enormous ratings. I've said it all year. I think some of the highest readings they've had ever. Um, they're not going to let this, you know, producers are going to give them a lot of grace in what they want and what they don't want, because look at what we tune into, right? We, we put up with getting old flashback scenes over and over and over because these people are fascinating to watch. But I, I don't think you can blame Suki. They certainly tease like Suki's going to ask some of the hard questions. We see Robin kind of lose it at Christine. We see David Woolley come out. We see um, Janelle talk more about where her relationship is at. So it's going to be such a great one-on-one and I believe we'll get two parts of the one-on-one. So I cannot wait. Um, But what did you all think of last night's episode? Oh, so good. On Wednesdays, I do TLC talk. Be sure to be subscribing to this podcast because there's a lot of tea coming out of the TLC world and Sister Wives. By the way, Janelle and Christine Brown sat down for an interview recently this week. Christine revealed new relationship details about her marriage with David Woolley. I'll have those on Wednesday show. Is Darcy and Stacy canceled? And thousand pound best friends. I have some exclusive tea that I will tell you about that show as well. There's a lot of shows on TLC I'm going to reveal on Wednesday that have been canceled and some that have been renewed. We'll get into those. Who's gone? Who is back? But what did you think of Sister Wives season 18, episode 14? I mean, Mary finds her voice. It was good last night. You can find me on social media at The Sarah Fraser Show on TikTok, on Instagram. Let me know your comments or join our Reddit, The Sarah Fraser Show slash R slash Reddit. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.